Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1024, 14 months, 18 countries, $10,000. How to quit your job and travel the world, part two, by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. And I'm your host and narrator. My name's Dan, and I'm here seven days a week, including holidays, reading to you from some of the very best personal finance blogs on the planet. If you've got any topic requests for us or maybe some other ideas you'd like to share, please do visit oldpodcast.com to chime in. That's oldpodcast.com. Now, today's post is actually a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, if you're just discovering us, would be best to listen to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 1023. But if you did that already and you're all caught up, let's hear part two of Craig's post as we continue optimizing your life. 14 months, 18 countries, $10,000. How to Quit Your Job and Travel the World, Part 2, by Craig Stevens of RetireBeforeDad.com. The Second and Third Legs I was tempted to abort my flight home from Asia to accept an invitation to travel in India for a few months, but my parents were eager to have me home and it was not a good budgeting move to waste an expensive airline ticket, so I took the flight. Within a week of being home, I cashed in my small stash of airline miles on a round-trip flight to Ecuador. Flights were easy to book at the time because no one was flying. I spent another five months on the road in South America, backpacking my way through Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, Chile, and Argentina. This time I traveled mostly solo. I saw the Colca Canyon, the Uyuni Salt Flats, swam with Pink River Dolphins in Bolivia, marveled at Iguazu Falls, and socialized with new friends just about every day. Life was spectacular. Argentina recently went through a major currency crisis, multiplying the buying power of the U.S. dollar by four. I ate and drank there better than any previous destination and did it on a budget of less than $10 a day. In Chile, I took a three-week hiatus from traveling and worked in a hostel in Santiago in exchange for a bed, hot showers, and great company. I had two expenses, empanadas and beer. That's when I committed to another trip extension. My round-trip flight to Ecuador had a stopover in Panama. I opted to take the flight to Panama City and surrender my connecting flight home. Some good friends of mine would be in Las Vegas for a bachelor party about 100 days after the flight to Panama, so I decided to travel to Vegas by land through Central America to Los Angeles, then rent a car and make my way up the coast, then over to Sin City. Money running out. 
I was tired of sleeping in a new place every few days, but my backpack had significantly lightened and I'd grown accustomed to the nomad lifestyle. Few occasions in my life I would have things in order to the point I could put everything on hold and slowly move my way through a continent. I could stop in any town or city and stay until I got bored or needed a change of scenery. My professional life was on hold, but my life was more exciting than ever. My supportive parents came through once again when my dad completed my taxes for me and emailed the news that I'd be getting a $2,500 refund. The refund was just what I needed to make it to Vegas. After three plus months in Central America, I took a 48-hour bus ride from Mexico City to Tijuana and crossed over into the U.S. The ride wasn't as bad as it sounds aside from the six-hour mechanical delay in Mazatlan. Vegas was fun, but spending $100 for a bed when I was spending $5 for the past year was difficult to swallow. My priorities were very different, and my view on the value of a dollar changed a lot too. How I budgeted Budgeting was simple. Depending on the country, I'd budget $15 to $25 per day. If I was in an expensive country like Costa Rica, I'd hurry through to the cheaper country, Nicaragua. If I had an opportunity to do something really fun that was over my budget, I'd still do it, but cut back on other days that week. I needed to splurge a little extra here and there for short flights and ferry rides, but they never skewed my budget by too much. Hotel rooms and beds ranged from $1.25 to $10 US depending on the country. Food and beer were cheap. Transportation could get expensive, but I'd often take overnight trips to save on accommodation. To track spending, I had a little calculator and converted the local currency into dollars and wrote the spending amounts in the back of my journal. All told, I spent $1,300 on my initial flight, then started my trip with $6,000. My tax return provided an additional $2,500 in cash just when I needed it for a total of $9,800. That certainly lasted until I arrived at the U.S. border. Renting a car and traveling from L.A. to Vegas and back then up to San Francisco required a small amount of debt, but I knew I'd be working again soon. If I love traveling so much, why am I not doing it full-time today? The simple answer is that my desire to raise a family in a stable home outweighs my desire to travel the world extensively. Once the kids get older, we want to take some overseas trips, and I think that will be beneficial to their upbringing. But long, extended trips are not in the plans right now. Maybe we'll find an opportunity to live abroad someday. My new company could provide that kind of opportunity in the future. When I retire and we have plenty of time and passive income, Mrs. RBD and I plan to take long and extended trips. Our budget will be much better than $20 a day. How you can travel the world too. If you are considering a backpacking trip, I can recommend a few things based on my experiences. Dedicate yourself six to 12 months ahead of time by booking your airfare. That will motivate you to get your together. Pay off all debts, save extra money, don't leave any loose ends at home, figure out where you will store things or sell it all. Don't forget to buy travel insurance. It's cheap. If you are a young American, don't go to Europe. Traveling in most parts of Western Europe is too expensive. You'll meet more Europeans in Bangkok or Buenos Aires than while staying in a dumpy Paris hostel. Travel to poorer parts of the world to stretch your money. Stay longer in cheaper countries and avoid rich countries. Lastly, you will need more time and less money than you expect. Plan accordingly. Travel the world slowly and change your course when it feels right. Build in flexibility. You just listened to part two of the post titled 14 Months, 18 Countries, $10,000, How to Quit Your Job and Travel the World by Craig Stevens of retirebeforedad.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. 
Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. And that's another episode and another weekend of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. Thank you as always for your support and for listening each and every day. And I'll be back with more posts for you on Monday. So have a great rest of your weekend and I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.